0: You're listening to Go with Jamarlin Martin. We have a go-hard-or-go-home approach as we talk to the leading tech leaders, politicians, and influencers. Let's go. Today, we have uh, Alvin Blanco on the show, the founder and managing editor of Hip Hop Wired. Uh, welcome to the show.
1: Peace. Thank you for having me, Jam.
0: Let's dive right in on where you believe hip hop journalism is compared to when we were growing up in terms of, you know, I remember back in L.A., I would pick up a source magazine, mm-hmm. and I see really good kind of political stuff, conscious stuff. They had a certain angle. Right. Uh, David Mays and Benzino and the editors, they had it really cracking to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, I, you know, I remember XXL as well. You know, I would see uh, Dr. Kylie Muhammad on the pages yeah. with a red, black, and green flag and a gun and they would right. be covering a lot of stuff right, right? right. the mainstream is not going to cover mm-hmm. how would you compare the state of hip-hop journalism today as opposed to let's say the 90s
1: um i mean i gotta admit the state of hip-hop journalism today it's uh more watered down
0: um it's better you believe it's better it was um, better in the 90s
1: i think it was just more concentrated in the 90s because you gotta think like in the 90s um there weren't as many outlets you know, if you wanted to know what was going on in the hip hop game, you had a few outlets to go to. You either had The Source or um, you said Double XL, uh, Vibe magazine. Yeah. Um, of course, there were other magazines like 4,000, like smaller mags, like the 4,080 or Rap Pages. But I say those three I mentioned were the, were the top ones. And, like, you know, if you read those every month, you were kind of in tune with what was going on in the culture. Yeah. But then, you know, as times change, you know, the Internet rises up. Now we got social media. You really don't need a magazine. By the time you get a magazine, that's old news versus what you see on your timeline.
0: Let me be more specific. So Mm -hmm. you had Source, Vibe, XXL back in the day. And then now, you know, you have Complex. How does that that stuff kind of compare? Uh, let's say based on like website traffic, you'll right. say Complex is the leading publication. But mm-hmm. when you compare a Complex media to the strong editorial in the 90s, like, you know, how do you see right. things shaking out?
1: I mean, you just got when you look at Complex, right? That's one example. They'll cover music. They'll cover fashion. They'll cover um, they'll cover politics a little bit. They'll cover sneakers. They'll, it's just so much versus in the 90s, you take one source issue, right? You literally had to distill everything. It was almost like a natural gatekeeping process. It was like, okay, what's the most important stuff that we could fit in this monthly issue? We're going for a month and put it out. And that way, it's kind of like you got the most important stuff versus on a website daily, you're kind of throwing everything up there Yeah. and naturally only only certain things will stick or actually last more than say a 24-hour news cycle so it's it's just so the movement of the news is just
0: so fast that I guess from a cultural perspective what I'm mm-hmm. thinking is hey you know hip-hop has been degraded it's been watered down mm-hmm. you know mumble rappers and yeah. people just talking about bullshit <laughs> more so than the the yeah, 90s right right because there was always bo- there was bullshit in the 90s. Yeah, too. yeah, for sure, but right. not but but you had more uh, uh, you had a fair share of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm thinking is has hip hop journalism just followed hip hop. So the the trend towards mumble rap and mm. kind of shallowness that the journalism has followed that uh, as well. Uh do you believe that's fair?
1: I believe it's fair um because, you know, as a as a journalist, you have to cover What's out there, you just can't ignore it. You 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 know the one. A journalist's worst fear is, um, missing missing out on something like formal yeah. fear of miss- missing out, right? But at the same time, I can't say that there's not maybe in smaller doses the same quality of work, the yeah. same devotion to making sure the story is correct and um, seeking out stories. It's just that there's just so many outlets, right? Like you you mentioned, Complex got to mention Hip Hop Wired. Double XL has a website. The Source still has a website. Uh, Vice.com, um, you know, even mainstream, right? Even even mainstream outlets like GQ or Vanity Fair are posting hip hop stuff. So there's just so you much know? competition. It's here. It, yeah, exactly. There's just so much competition that, whereas in the nineties, all the talent was either at the Source or Double XL or Vibe. Now all that talent is spread out. So you know, there's no. I can't say there's no one outlet that has all the best writing talent.
0: Alvin and I, we worked together uh for maybe four or five years. Five years. Five, six yeah, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, five, six years. I wanna apologize for something on the show. There was an issue that came up. A venture capitalist that I knew over years, mm. uh, he had known DJ Vlad. <laughs> and so the mm. the brother uh investor said, Hey, you know, Hip Hop Wire put out a hit piece on DJ Vlad, and you shared an article yeah. about somebody else mm. calling DJ Vlad a culture vulture, right? right? Mm-hmm. You know, I went through with that favor for, for, for that brother mm. investor uh, where, you know, I guess he had a commercial relationship with right. DJ Vlad. DJ Vlad's like, "Hey, how do I get to Jamarlin and Hip Hop Wired? Right. Uh, hey, I know him. Let me see if I can ask a favor, but I should not have done that. But I want to apologize uh, to you uh, on the show. Accept it. Accept yeah. understand the game. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling after that? Tell the uh, honestly. I mean, like, I completely, was completely, completely I was pissed. Like I was yeah. pissed.
1: Yeah. Um, because um, you know, I, me- I remember when you hired me. You said, you know, you you harking back to the days of the source, keeping it a hundred, keeping it a buck, and um, you know." I was cognizant of the fact that uh, you had a... Is it fair to say you had some type of... The the site had some type of relationship with Vlad? No, no, no. No, I didn't have a a
0: personal relationship. I had a relationship with the investor uh, who was connected to Vlad. So Vlad had reached out uh, to this uh, um, uh, investor to get to me to ask for that thing. Right, right.
1: Okay, I mean, like, dealing... You know, dealing with a a website that generates revenue, like, I treaded. Finley, knowing that you know, I'm not. We we weren't like. Uh, I mean, we were, I was proud that we were independent, that we were black owned, but at the same time, like
0: that's not. That's not. That's not what we do. That's what right, we're right. supposed to do. Right. With, right. With. Right.
1: But at the same time, I don't want to be like the, like the the whole type journalist that shoots themselves in the foot. You know. Yeah. By by not being aware of the the political connects or whatever. So and you know, even, it wasn't even right. you calling exactly, DJ exactly. So another site called him a, a culture vulture. So we reported on that. Now, me personally, I've said that you know, Vlad does culture vulture ish all the time, all the time. You know, uh, so for the,
0: yeah, for the record, uh, no make no mistake about it. DJ Vlad is a culture vulture. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. What many Illuminati people you get to <laughs> to come ask me for favors, uh, yeah. but make no mistake, uh, 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 this guy fits. Doesn't this guy fits the description of, yeah. Uh, yeah. of uh, a culture vulture? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And so this came up uh, maybe last year with um, Fugmaster Flex and Damon Dash. There was some mm. stuff about Liar Cohen. Is Liar Cohen a, a a culture vulture?
1: I mean, the way Dame Dash put it out there. Yeah, the argument can be made. Um, I wouldn't put him in the same tier as Vlad at the moment because, I don't know, maybe he's just been more deceptive with it or, you know, I, he's basically not as bad as Vlad. But, I mean, especially the, with, with some of the stuff that uh, Dame Nash is putting out about how, you know, he hasn't propped up any black executives. He's definitely propped up white executives, people that look like him. Liar. You're talking, right, li- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the argument can be made, you know. What about
0: Vice? Are they culture vultures?
1: Vice? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, like, I'm, I haven't studied, like, Vice to know exactly, like, you know, what the makeup of their, um, of their publishers are or, you know, I'm not really up on their content like that just because I don't really tune into them like that. But from what I've seen, yeah.
0: What do you say to the establishment Negro who will say, hey, what DJ Vlad is doing, you could do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could start building out your own platform. Don't get mad at him because he sees an opportunity and he loves hip hop. Uh, why Why fault the white man uh, who's into hip hop for building a business where, you know, you could do it yourself?
1: Right. I mean- I think nobody following falling the Vlad's business acumen. So, I mean, honestly, like the dude gets out there and gets money. Like, yeah. I remember he started. It's just you're, slinging just, saying tapes. He, you're just saying
0: that you. Would, yeah, he fits in that box as a culture. Right. I believe even. Uh, yeah. Uh, the brother from Brand Nubian called him a cultural. Yeah, to his, his face. face. Right, yeah. right, right. So, Little Jamar. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like I said, like he started with mixtapes. Mixtapes fell off. He started doing DVDs. Um, eventually get, got into videos and you know he's been making he's been making a killing doing that. So business wise it is what it is but at the same time that business you know is basically exploiting a lot of people you know How he's so? exploiting. um he's he's putting people on camera and taking like the worst um most like just i'm trying to think of the proper words. the most just,
0: coonish is he promoting coonism or um, is that the charge? Because he has some. Uh, it's
1: like it depends. Like uh, like recently, he he had an interview with uh, with Lil Boozy and he's asking Boosie questions about like, yo Boozy, why don't you have any children with white women? Like, why aren't you in the white women, and your children are dark skinned About it? it's like 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 what does this have to do with yeah. whatever you're talking to Boozy about? Yeah, you know, it's like clearly just trying to get hits. And I mean, obviously that's part of the game, getting hits. But you're getting hits at the expense of
0: of of, of a community. Of the, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't Rick Ross people slap him?
1: Yeah, they ran up. I think. I mean, I think Ross had to pay up, so he definitely somebody put hands on him. Somebody, somebody, somebody put hands on him. Yeah. Okay.
0: You uh, mentioned something uh, about Nas and Khalees on uh, Twitter, and you know we're in the. Mm-hmm. Uh, me Too environment and movement, right. and so why are brothers so soft on rape, sexual assault against women? Let me let me clarify that. Mm-hmm. So, just in terms of my own uh, experience, that rape on women, uh, sexual assault, harassment. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a feeling that you're less of a man if you, you're a defender of woman. You want to mm-hmm. build her up. You want to protect her. And so it reminds me of it back in L.A. of a perverted sense of manhood where people wanted to gangbang, shoot each other, fight with each other. They were looking for validation of mm-hmm. their manhood, but they're, they're looking for it in a perverse way, in, a, in an American perverse okay. way. And so, when I hear uh, some brothers talk about some of uh, the abuse of women, Mm -hmm. uh, they want to like really push back, right? They want to really push back, right? Uh, And from my perspective, the strongest position as a man is to be a defender uh, of of women. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about how you reacted to kind of you know some of the um, allegations uh, against Nas from from Khalees?
1: Well, when I first heard it,
0: I mean, I mean,
1: to be perfectly honest, instinctively, you want to say, you know, you got to hear both sides. Right. But during this time, you know, it's when you look at the stats, that's almost wrong, because more times than not, when a woman accuses a man of uh, of assault or rape, I believe the stats say that more times than not, she's telling the truth. It's actually the opposite, where it's very unlikely that she's not telling the truth. And, you, you believe
0: know, the uh default black man position. The default, a lot of like, times default like, black position is like, wait,
1: she's lying. All these black men have been accused falsely. Yeah. You know, somebody say, Oh, I know black people that were accused falsely. I don't wanna, you know, propagate that. When in reality the case is that more times than not, the woman is telling the truth. Yeah. Right. And you know, I got to that point just by educating myself, by falling back and listening. Yeah. Um, a lot of these dudes that run out and kind of defend the, the wife beater haven't done that knowledge. They don't realize that they are part of rape culture by doing that.
0: One of our guests mentioned that when she finds men in general mm-hmm. uh, soft on the abuse of women, right. uh, there's a strong chance that he's an abuser.
1: That, yeah, uh, yeah. And
0: so when I, I when, I, when, I, when, I, when I think about that, it's like, yeah. hey, uh, uh, many of us have fallen short in terms of how mm-hmm. we have uh, uh, yeah. mistreated women or, right. or undermined women.
1: I've, I said this recently online that a lot of times whenever a situation like this happens where um, just in, in mainstream media or popular culture, um, a, a, a woman accuses a man of, um, of, of, being, of him sexually assaulting her, it kind of brings out the closet rapists because you have guys that are like adamantly saying, there's no way, I, I, I believe the dude, I believe the dude, even though all the evidence is saying that she's telling the truth. Yeah. These guys are still going super hard. You got to look back and think like, dude, why are you going so hard to defend this dude who really shouldn't be defended? You know, maybe it's because you see him, see, see a lot of yourself in him.
0: I think a lot of cases where brothers, one of these boxes are checked. When you see a brother who's very soft on defending the black woman in, in particular, mm-hmm. uh, but women in general is that, they are an abuser. They are. They have yeah. been an abuser. Yeah. They have possibly have been abused themselves. Yeah. That's also a fact. Uh, yeah. And then three, their daddy was not was, yeah. was an abuser. Or they had no real good role model. Yeah. Role model in terms of yeah. teaching them how to treat and respect right. a woman. Right. You're not harder right. uh, raping or assaulting or being soft right. Uh, right. On, on, on women. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You see it
1: even though dudes catcalling. It's like, dude, you know that's not going to work, but these dudes are still doing it. It's like, come on, grow up.
0: Uh, Do you see that part of the culture where folks are defending uh, are being soft on the abusive women, uh, part of that is tribalism. Hey, I'm a man. I'm on the guy team. I'm inclined to defend my team. I'm not on their team over there. Uh, And so... I'm def- I'm I'm pushing back and banging for my side as right. a, as a man.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you, but like you, you said, you, yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, I definitely see that. But and also, as you said, these are this is their defense mechanism of the fact that they they themselves are abusers. So let me, you know, take that off of me by saying, oh no, I'm just looking out for the black person. I'm looking out for men in general, but really, just so, trying to defend yourself.
0: So, Khalees comes out, and she says, uh. Nas as abuser he was physically abusive from your perspective you don't need to hear from Nas in terms of your own kind of ways no, looking at no no
1: I want to I want to hear from Nas that's why yeah. I was that's why I was kind of disappointed that he waited so long to address it in a song and you know I, I was disappointed that he didn't didn't address it right away because it's like you know as journalists you're aware of libel and uh and uh, what's the other one um slander so you know if, if it's true if it wasn't true, he. I'm thinking if it wasn't true, he could sue her, right? Um, but I just, I just didn't understand why he didn't come out right away and say and defend himself and say, you know, I didn't do it. So, I, so because of that, it's like you kind of got to give him the side eye, like, okay, why didn't you say anything?
0: You're saying that you're not. Are you taking a side right away in terms of Khalees? I believe her. Or are you saying, hey, I want to hear Nas too, and I'm mad that he's not coming out to clarify uh, what's going on?
1: Yeah, honestly, I mean, I've been a Nas fan forever. You don't want you don't want one of your favorite rappers to be, you know, known for putting hands on Let, a let's woman. Say let's right. say he did. Let's say
0: he did. Let's say he did. So Nas uh, slapped Khalees. Uh, uh, You know, hey, they're partying. It's just theoretical. And, We're not and, yeah, saying yeah, yeah, that. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say, hey, it, you know, uh, he got mad and he uh, abused her. From your perspective, how are you looking at Nas from that perspective? from 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 that point meaning that you're a you're obviously a fan yeah uh, a lot of us have done things that we're not proud of but yeah. how do you look at nas today
1: i mean i'd be disappointed i can't respect it um i mean i mean honestly i definitely wouldn't support him anymore i wouldn't buy his music um if the music came on yeah would i change the station i have to i'd have to see because, I mean, you look, you look at all the other... When you look at music in general, you know, James Brown put hands on women. Have I stopped listening or to James Jackson. Brown? Or well,
0: Michael Jackson, I guess what I'm struggling with is, uh, you know, when the Spotify issue was going crazy with uh, Spotify saying they're going to take R. Kelly right. out of their recommendation algorithm uh, because of their values. Right. So they picked... Obviously, they're going to pick the black artist first. When they right. start doing policies, the black guy got to go mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. And some of our people, to be fair, were calling for R. Kelly to yeah. be um, less promoted in right. Spotify. And I mean,
1: I, I don't, I don't listen to R. Kelly. Yeah, you don't. Like, listen I don't to, listen to yeah. R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah.
0: But my problem uh, with a lot of folks is like saying, "Hey, you know, this artist did this. This artist did that. Did this. This artist did that. I'm not listening to that artist." Mm-hmm is that, to me, there's a massive amount of bias where they're picking and choosing mm-hmm. which artists they're going to uh, enforce the law on. So, for example, uh, uh, you know, R. Kelly, he has a history of being accused for abusing women, being with young women. Uh, the consensus is that he's an abuser. However, what about Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson had court cases where repeated, repeatedly... Uh, parents came against him uh, for molesting children. That's fine if we're going to apply a moral law in terms of any artist who is an abuser of a human being mm-hmm. in general. I'm not listening to them. But I've, I believe like eighty percent of these people who are picking and choosing, they're they're banging Michael Jackson, and this guy was right. accused like five, six times of molesting kids. Right,
1: right. But for how my- do you
0: reconcile that?
1: In Michael Jackson's case, weren't a lot of those um, accusations eventually like proven to be suspect or like no. was anything no no nothing no? was
0: proven. He settled, uh, meaning he he wanted those to go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know what do a lot of our leaders and executives do when they get in trouble? Uh, uh, Michael in Mac, Michael Jackson's case, usually he's not black, but he turned black real quick when these accusations hit. Reverend R. Sharpton, he got him. He got Jesse Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when he got in trouble with Sony, he gets the the, the black leaders and, and, and kind of. I'm banging black now, but, irrespect, like there's nothing nothing proved that Michael Jackson never molested kids. All, what we know is that he settled cases, right? Uh, uh, and the facts say he was at a minimum, at a minimum. Exhibiting suspect behavior right. with kids, I get that Meaning I that get he's, that. Slipping, yeah, yeah. he's sleeping in yeah. the same bed. Right. So how can someone on one hand say that, hey, Art Kelly, uh this guy uh uh, you know, is a, is an abuser. I'm not listening to Art mm-hmm. Kelly, but then they're driving home in the car banging Michael right. Jackson.
1: Well I mean I people mean, are, people, are you, people have levels. I mean, like, like I said, I'm one of those guys that still bang Michael Jackson. But when you look at R. Kelly and, you know, the settlements and the video, generally acting of still acting a fool in public with that with that song that said I'm sorry or whatever it was called, where yeah. he, he kinda admitted to everything in song, yeah. you know, and just his outlandish coonish behaviors, I have no problem. Acting yeah. R Kelly from you know from my personal life discography.
0: Yeah, I stopped listening but, to not. I didn't stop listening to R Kelly because of like the, the Spotify and and and, and the protest. Mm. I just stopped liking his music. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, I, you know, yeah. I, I had stopped listening to R Kelly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and I mean, and I mean honestly,
1: ago. that's that's what it comes down to. Really, it's personal choice. You know. Um, I mean, I mean, I give people the side eye that still bump R Kelly just because you know of all the stuff. That's been come out. That's come out, and I and I and like with the stuff you mentioned. I understand if people seem the same way about Michael Jackson, but it all comes down to, to your personal decision.
0: Uh, Trump Cheeto. Today it was announced that uh, Kanye will be coming to the White House. Yeah, Kanye's uh, gone, and uh, uh, they're going to talk about Chicago. Uh, they're going to talk about criminal justice reform. Mm-hmm. Most likely, Kim Kardashian branded criminal justice reform. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on on, 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 on the,
1: it's a photo.
0: The, the association between MAGA and uh, Kanye? Before
1: I get to MAGA and Kanye, I mean, the whole meeting, lunch lunch meeting they're having, it's all just a photo op for Donald Trump. He He's not going to really take heed to what Kanye West has to say. No matter what Kanye West says, he's going to try them out, take a picture, immediately tweet about, you know, how how Kanye understands him and, how he lowered the unemployment rate for black people you should vote for me now as far as um kanye maga i think he's misinformed i think he's a troll and uh, i think if he really understood what uh what that maga hat stood for and symbolized um considering where he comes from considering his mother who was a Uh, English department um, head. African American Studies. Yeah, Yeah. African American Studies. Like, there was no way he would don that MAGA hat, but clearly he he thinks differently for whatever reason, whether it's mental issues or just not being educated about these societal issues. He's chosen to be
0: a troll. Let's talk about that. Uh, There is a point of view, and, and I think I may have said this, is that as soon as he started wearing the MAGA hat and I saw some of the stuff he was saying, I was like, this guy's not well.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, So, you know, hey, let's try to refrain. This brother is sick. Uh, Like many of our entertainers who go into Hollywood and go into these white, shallow environments, you may have uh, an inclination in terms of bipolar or something like that. But when you go into those environments as a black man or a black woman, it's hard to get out uh, in terms of uh, all different types of whether it's the values drugs mm-hmm. uh just folks insanely you know they create they they they, they want the fame and the money yeah, yeah. and next thing you know the chicago kanye it who, who's that
1: right you know, right
0: right do you feel like he shouldn't be criticized because the brothers may be sick
1: um no i don't think he shouldn't be criticized um I think that sh- that that the asterisk should be placed there at all times. That hey, this guy might be you know the reason he the, one of the, one of the reasons he might be acting out this way is because of his his mental illness. Yeah, um, he says you know? he's,
0: he's been right. diagnosed with bipolar. Yeah,
1: so and he's even said you know I'm I'm being me. I'm, I've stopped taking my meds. I'm self medicating. I adjusted um, the levels or whatever. And it's like, dude, you're not a doctor. Like that's not your call to make. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so. So that asterisk should be there, but at the same time, I know plenty of people that you know might be dealing with bipolar disorder or any type of mental condition that doesn't. That doesn't mean they're big yeah, and Yeah, they're big in oppression. Right, yeah. right, right, and and they're not you know acting a fool you know for public consumption. You know,
0: where do you see this going with with Kanye in terms of he's gaining white majority racist MAGA fans, right? He's getting his name in, the news. and it's like they're not but, even his fans though. It's yeah. like you know, it's, as soon as he says something, yeah, soon, on the, yeah. On the black side, like yeah. you
1: know, if he if he suddenly says something woke even by accident, they'll turn yeah. on him in a dime. You know, and he doesn't, and I'm sad to say he, he probably doesn't even realize that. And if if anything, he should because you know, artists are usually the, like fans turn on artists quickly, so he should be aware of that.
0: Let's but, talk about that word, woke. A hedge fund manager, uh, Steve, uh, I believe, Asness, a billionaire, you know, he's talking about being woke, and mm-hmm. this is woke, and this is not. The new CEO of Goldman Sachs, uh, I guess he DJs uh, uh, on the side and yeah. – uh, the media was saying he's a woke clearly, clearly woke has been co-opted. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 so woke has been taken over. Right, right. Uh, in many cases by uh, folks who are the enemy mm-hmm. of art uh, our, our people. Yeah. Would you get to the point where, hey, I'm starting to see this word abused and used we may not be talking about the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, gotta, you gotta be You're mind- almost there with yeah, the yeah, word. You gotta, you yeah, 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 you gotta be mindful of
1: it. Yeah, you, you always have to, anything, anything that we as um, black people, people, people of color that we put out there, you know, as our own, and when suddenly the culture roaches start, yeah. you know, leeching onto it, just gotta be aware.
0: How disrespectful is it when, whether it's MAGA and Trump or other folks, when there's an important issue like criminal justice reform, mm-hmm. They put a celebrity in front. They put yeah. Kim Kardashian right. in front. They put Kanye's coming to the White right. House to talk about right, criminal right. Uh, justice right. reform. Why don't right. the experts from the black community? Why aren't why aren't our experts, our scholars, why aren't right. they allowed to talk? Right, right. Uh, and so, as a as a black man, even my even myself, I don't want to be the. Let's say if the if the, if the if the president really wants to talk about criminal justice reform. Mm. Jamar Martin is unqualified to talk about that issue because we got so many people who are better and more knowledgeable. And so how how much impact uh negative impact is created when white America picks comedians, rappers, clowns, not like everybody's right, right, you know, right. like, like but but you you you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I, I'm talking yeah, about yeah yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's,
1: they they pick the um the most non-threatening Negro that they know won't really give him any pushback. Right. Yeah. Cause like you mentioned comedians, there's plenty of comedians that, uh, like, a like, a DL Hughley, who, you know, I'm not hundred percent. I think he's done some stuff in the past. I might not have rock with, but clearly he's an intelligent, intelligent guy who would, if he were to sit down with Trump, he would take him to task and, um, and put out ideas that would work to help black people. But there's no way that Trump would actually sit down with him because he knows that he has no desire to do that. So instead, uh, you know, instead we get Kanye West. But when you look at all, you know, when, when you look at all the people in the nation, in the world, all the black people, intelligent black people um, with something to say with, um, with keen, whether it's keen ideas, whether it's, them being um, intellects, whether it's them being um, on the ground, knowing what the people need. There's so many people you could choose from that would that would be valid. That you know, initially people might be like, "Yo, why is he even meeting with Trump?" Because the first instinct is like, he doesn't he doesn't really care what you have to say. But if it was somebody that that we rock with, and Trump took the meeting, we'd be like, you know what? They they're there representing us. Instead, yeah. he's taking black people that don't represent us. Like, like it broke my heart when Jim Brown, you know, met with him. And, you know, back in the day, Jim Brown was like one of the wokest athletes out there. But now Jim Brown's saying that, hey, Trump's a good guy. It's like, Maggie. come on, man. Yeah. It's
0: based on personal relationships. Yeah. And it's not like it's new because we know that Maya Angelou, Bob Johnson with BET, uh, Magic Johnson, uh, they all sided with Hillary Clinton. Over mm-hmm. Obama, they may have loved Obama's politics, mm-hmm. but part of yeah. it, I think, is just relationship. Yeah, yeah. I forgot I'll rock about, that. Forgot about because, that. Yeah, yeah. Because the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you where do you see Kanye going? Like, where does this end up? I have my theories.
1: You know, man, I'm honestly, man. I hope. I hope. Just, I never want to see a, a black guy go out like horribly. So, you what know, do you mean? I like, did like like drugs, like drug, or drugged out, or? drugged out in the grave. You know more more times than not if somebody commits suicide they're probably bipolar because you know that's that's kind of like uh, yeah no, somebody sh- somebody in their right mind won't most times won't take their life but somebody who's bipolar and might not be you know in their right mind they're more likely to do that so you know I i w- how, knock how, on wood how, I, how I d- hope that would never happen but Unless he's reeled back in, like he's, you know, he You, you, you think it's there. going in that direction? It's going in that direction, yeah. Like
0: a lot of the Hollywood celebrities, yeah. Right? They, they just Kurt get out Cobain their mind. Or, they're chasing yeah. fame. They're chasing money. Exactly. Next thing you know, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
1: yeah and you know, when when those things happen in the past, it will come out of nowhere. It's kind of like we're kind of seeing this this spiral out of control.
0: If I believe Kanye comes back to life and finds his core again my thinking is he's going to throw everything away. He what, what he's going to do is all the Kardashian stuff and all that stuff uh I think it's it's kind of like black or white literally. I think it's like hey, if he comes out of whatever he's in, right. Uh he would have he would be going through an identity crisis and kind of he has to throw all that stuff. Yeah, all dumb. the Hollywood uh calabasses, yeah. all that stuff he has to just throw that off and he's going to he's going to say hey this stuff, this yeah, environment, yeah. these people made me sick. Are they contributed right. to me right, sick? Right, How did right. I get like this? Yeah, yeah. And like yeah, and like, yeah.
1: like you no know, people, people want that to happen. A lot of people wanted that when you know when he, when he went back to Chicago. I'm moving back to Chicago. He went on the Chicago radio station. Are you talking then, about he's going to Africa? Yeah, yeah. But man, then, he sounds sick. When but then yeah, it, then it eventually sound just looking like a like a press run to try to try to make himself look better because yeah. Ne- then he Turn went on the MAGA ran on SNL. Then and he deletes his Twitter. Yeah, man, he so. sounds like this guy's a madman. Right, like, right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he, he's, he's not stable. So uh, let's talk about uh, Jay Z 444. Uh, mm-hmm. and so you, uh, were in, uh, the, uh, a genius leads the hood documentary, uh, mm-hmm. the unauthorized story of Jay-Z, uh, that appeared on Netflix and TV one and did extremely well. Uh, thanks for your contribution. No problem. Z evolving, uh, in terms of, Hey, in the film, we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, some of the questions like, Hey, what do you really believe? uh beyond like hey you know you want to you know get a big wallet you want to be successful but as it relates to your community we don't know what you believe we don't know what you believe in right right uh but then this new 444 jay-z like to me there's a lot of delta between a genius leads the hood and 444 can you talk about what seems to be like a transition for him or yeah. a maturity for him
1: yeah i mean i think it's just it's just the man growing up you know um or I want to say growing I up because he's gonna he's grown man for a while. You can he's get just, coons going to like 60 yeah, yeah 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 yeah. He's just he's just uh, uh, maturing and his um, you know his his worldview just evolving. You know yeah. he, he's a family man now. He he's thinking about legacy. Obviously he's been super successful, but now it's you know how could he even make that exponentially even more successful and that's by you know making sure his his family is good or making sure his friends are are on the right path making sure his friends are flourishing um as well and i think that's that's seen in you know a guy like bigs burke who at one point this guy was back in jail for dealing weed now he's you know doing fashion and and um and uh being a, a consultant to a whole bunch of different brands or his best friend, Emory Jones, was doing a lot of stuff with Puma. Um, you know, I think... Um, but his he's lyrics... He's kind of like the... What uh, you going to say? I was going to
0: say, his lyrics were, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, he's like, hey, if I really want to rap, uh, you know, I would rap like Common or Talib Quali. Uh, right. Uh, but ever since I did so-and-so, I've been rapping like that ever since. Meaning like, hey, I got to go get paid. Right, right, right. right. And then now... Yeah, I not, guess he, I guess he, yeah, can say he, that got that he got paid. He got paid. He got yeah, paid. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's paid. like, so, you know, so, so, yeah. Uh, uh, but do you think this is a new consciousness or did he have this in the back in the day? But hey, I got to go get this money first.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it was always there. I think it was always there. He just like, like you said, he had to go get the money first. Now he got it. And, and you know, a lot of his fans will see right through it too. It's like, yo, you can't give us the same thing. I know the running joke is, you know, Jay Z's been doing the same album for years, but. With these more recent albums, with 444, and even with um, with uh, the double out, the the joint album Beyonce, um, it's it's shown that he always had that uh, in the back of his mind. He always had that um, <laughs> you know, I don't want to say woke because you know woke yeah. was being co-opted, yeah. but he was always one of the the wokest rappers out there.
0: How much of possibly the divergent directions of Kanye and Jay Z could it just be explained in consciousness? Or do you think it has nothing to do, most likely, with? I mean, the consciousness.
1: I mean, you don't have to be a celebrity. You know that you know, friends eventually drift apart. You know, you might be best friends for four or five years, and suddenly, you know, there's certain fractures where, you know, we're just not we're just not seeing eye to eye on stuff, or you know, it's no love lost, but I can't rock with you. Yeah. You know, um, and even uh, recently, John Legend was on MSNBC, and they were asking him about Kanye West. And he even said, like, you know, he never discussed politics with Kanye. Just just Kanye just didn't talk about that. So he always found it strange. Even when Kanye said, you know, George Bush doesn't care about black people, John Legend was like, yo, they never discuss politics. Um, so I think with Jay-Z, it was kind of like he, he was going one direction. Kanye was going a bunch of different directions. It's like, you know, Jay-Z knows that <laughs> for his best interest, he probably shouldn't be around Kanye right now.
0: And... Jay Z is no doubt, uh, a great businessman, mm-hmm. uh, in my in, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, how much of his move to black black, what I would call black black, mm-hmm. uh, a, a clearer position than where he was at mm-hmm. a Genius Leadership like 2012 13, where hey we don't know where you stand on a lot of this stuff. Right. How much of it could be a business decision? Meaning that Nike, like we're moving towards cap, mm-hmm. because we think we can make an extra three uh, billion. Yeah, I'm. I mean, uh, I think ninety
1: five percent of Nike's decisions probably business. I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. I'm sure <laughs> they, they, they ran the numbers. They don't care about nobody. Yeah, 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 yeah they, they ran the numbers and anything. were like, "Yo, we roll a cap. <laughs> we're gonna get <laughs> paid." So yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: but how much do you think Jay Z's moves uh, since the Genius Leaves of Hood is heart in terms of? Heart for the people, and how much of that is business? If you had to like break it down in a hundred percent.
1: No, what Jamal, I mean, I think I honestly think it could be like fifty-fifty. I I say yeah. that because you know, it's like okay, let's give out scholarships, right? He's giving he's giving kids like hundred thousand dollars scholarships, which yeah. is great. I'm sure he's gonna take the the tax the uh, tax break on that, right? You know. Mm. So he's not he's not gonna leave, he's not gonna the natural hustler he is he's just not gonna um, if there's a way for him to be um, taken care of financially through something he's not gonna just leave it on the table be like oh, I'm just gonna let this money go yeah you know what I mean so yeah nobody should just you know pass up on a bag out of the goodness of their heart yeah let's it's, talk that just makes no sense
0: yeah let's talk about brands you know looking at Nike you know as mm-hmm. you know brands are a lot like consumers they look for a leader somebody mm-hmm. to take a chance it works mm-hmm. then they go follow right do you see more brands doing a nike or doing a pepsi uh where you know hey you know everyone's talking about black lives matter let's get kindle jenner let's put a little you know protest and yeah. like hey they're gonna start pimping kind of the yeah i mean uh, the doing, folks of who, doing who, doing who are in the streets yeah battling with this beast and right, this establishment right, 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 so right. now they're gonna be like man like a uh, uh a record company would invest in an X clan or a public right. enemy. Right, 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 right? hey, I can make money off this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh do you see more brands saying, hey, I'm trying to get with uh folks who are doing really good work for the people and passionate about right. the people, uh, let me try to bring my money in and, yeah. and partner with them. Yeah. That's gonna that's
1: gonna come down to the people they partner with. Yeah. You know? Um like uh like Kaepernick, like uh you know, I'm sure Nike paid him paid him a nice a nice chunk. He gave him a nice check for that. Um, I personally think Kaepernick's going to do good things with it. He even before Nike was technically in the equation, he was, you know, giving suits to to men that were fresh out of jail, or um, or giving to, to charities. So it just depends on the person. Like um, if you already had, um, like if you were, if you were one of these ambulance chasing type of. Um, Taps that were, you know, talking a good game about how you want to look out for your people, but really you're just patting your wallet, then you, you you can't wait for the corporate people to come in and give you a check, you know? But yeah. if you're really in that life where you're doing this out of the goodness of your heart and these corporate people could come in and it's going to be a give and take because, you know, anything's going to be a give and take. But if you could use it more to the benefit of your people, then it will be a good thing. I don't see anything wrong with that.
0: People still say this till today, but they've been saying it for years. So that when they when they talk about the bad programming in hip-hop impacting our people, the first thing they'll go to is, hey, you know, they pro- the white folks are programming this bad stuff uh, uh, about uh, syrup and pills and death and, and just all the bad stuff it's the white folks' fault. Okay, and so uh, I have been skeptical of that point of view uh, in terms of, you know, I I know that if certain stuff is profitable, Shabazz the Disciple, Public Enemy, X-Clan, if the conscious stuff is profitable for white folks, they will invest. They don't care. They don't don't care. It's strictly a numbers game. Yeah. So so rather than it being some big spooky conspiracy, Mm -hmm. this is folks trying to get paid with the lowest risk possible, uh, and they're trying to make money, whether it's conscious music, or is people talking about killing drugs and yeah. murdering each other. Yeah, yeah. And so the blame has always been the white men on the, the, the uh, perverseness in hip-hop, mm-hmm. the negativity in hip-hop, right. the, the cultural death in hip-hop. The blame has always been them. Right. Okay. So now, as you know, the record company has been kind of reduced, dialed back. Now mm-hmm. people in the street... They can just put their music on SoundCloud. They can go uh, upload through an intermediary directly mm-hmm. to iTunes or, right. or, or Spotify. And so some folks, there is no record company. They're putting really bad stuff out, but they're going direct. Right. So you see, who are you going to blame now? Right. So now that the record companies has been taking out the equation and the rappers are, are, are putting it into the systems, mm. who, who is there to blame? There's nobody right, got, left to got, play, got, right? Yeah, but yourself, right. Yeah.
1: But at the same time, the rec- the the record companies dial back, but they're still have they're their tentacles yeah, in for there sure, some for sure, way. Yeah. For sure. When if it's not the record company, it's the streaming service or yeah. it's some some shady player out there trying to trying to maximize profit.
0: Yeah. You know? But how much of our rise has to do with reprogramming the culture and obviously uh, music is a big component of that, uh, and so like, hey, we're not with the C. Dolores Tucker type of stuff, but we do realize that a lot of fathers are not in the home, and so uh, the community is not strong. Meaning, the community is raising the the the, the children uh, uh, on a high level. So, if a lot of our families and communities are broken, are weak, uh, I believe the the Lil Wayne's, the uh, boosies, and this these people become like a, a, a father. Yeah, they, they raise a lot of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so instead of the 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 son looking up to the father, they're looking up to rappers. And I've talked to like 30, 40 year old men who talk about rappers like yeah, like yeah. they are their father. Yeah, like that's, the, the that's, reverence. That's, that's scary. Yeah, it's like that's man, scary. the rapper yeah. is higher than. Jesus the yeah. rapper is higher than yeah yeah God the yeah. the the rapper is higher than Allah the yeah. the rapper is higher yeah. than my father yeah. I love the rapper yeah. so how do we optimize the culture in terms of how how we're, we're kind of putting out stuff like what 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 are the steps uh for oh, man. that um
1: where to begin um I think you you first you need to uh, really try to make a dedicated push to really prop up the the rappers who are worthy of being role models you know um
0: don't you think 444 four, four, I, I thought it was a yeah, step i'm like yeah. Man, yeah, yeah like, this guy's like, talking about inheritance this guy's talking about real yeah, estate like, like yeah that's, this guy's talking about not blowing your money at the club right like jay-z is doing the damn right thing. versus yeah. his,
1: versus a guy like a, um I don't know, like a tiger or somebody yeah. like that. Yeah, you don't you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Right, so, that's a so, good that's a good fun so, time, so, but like, yeah. you know, man, take I, it for what it is. Yeah. yeah.
0: When I heard four forty four, uh, I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, I was like, man, if the people are gonna be reprogrammed, right, uh, right, right. uh this is it right yeah, here. This, yeah, yeah. You got we we have to make home ownership, life expectancy, uh, how to deal buying used cars instead of new cars or how not to Kind of get cheated in your 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 auto finance. We got to make knowing about this stuff cool. And I I think some folks are stepping out and making it cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And definitely, I mean, there are definitely um, MCs out there now that that uh, like uh, some of us, a J Cole or Kendrick Lamar, guys that are um, you know cognizant of their uh, influence. Yeah, and um, definitely um, put the right messages out there. And so like, I'd, rather, I'd rather a kid be, you know, want to say I want to be like J. Cole or a Kenneth Lamar or Jay-Z and put them up there as an idol. Ideally, you know, yeah. it would be like a parent or somewhere in the community or somebody with a more um, realistic um, more realistic role model But um, versus a rapper or athlete, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, as opposed to somebody like in business or a, a, a black venture capitalist or a black mogul. Um, if that's not the case then I'd rather be one of them.
0: A lot of the the magazine editors did not make it to digital. They didn't scale mm-hmm. over to digital. Yeah. You were able to go yeah, from yeah, yeah. old media to new media. Right, right. Why do you think you were able to do it and a lot of people weren't able to, to kinda of jump over? Right.
1: I, I was I was fortunate in that when um when I was writing Heavy Heavy for the magazines, um, like The Source of Vibe, their websites were coming up as well. And um since I wasn't really established on the magazine side, breaking into the, the online side is what kind of helped usher me into the magazine side, so kind of went opposite. Okay, so you started digital kind of... Right, yeah, okay, right. Well, okay. no, I started... Mag- I had I got a couple yeah. of magazine clips, then I, I found that a lot of work I would be able to get was on the online side because so many people were focused on writing for the magazine that uh, the digital side was in need of writers, so that kind of made it easier for me to get in there. And... um because I was became familiar in that online side, I, I got um down with all hip com. I was a music editor there. So I was still writing for magazines, and but I was Doing still heavy and digital time. at the same time. So yeah,
0: it sounds uh, like you had an advantage at the right time, definitely, because you didn't spend a lot of time on the magazine side. So you didn't come into digital with a lot of baggage. Like, right. Hey, we're supposed to yeah cover hip hop this way. Yeah. Hey, this stuff may need to be rethought. Yeah.
1: Like, for example, like let's say Double XL. Um, I was writing for Double XL. I'd write like a, uh, like a profile on Papoose. And then the rest of the magazine be like maybe a feature on 50 Cent, a feature on uh, who's popping at that time. Let's say like Lloyd Banks or or Rick Ross or whoever. So the magazine would come out with these features. We'd have those same features maybe in a week on AllHipHop.com. Same um, same information that was in the magazine. Maybe more stuff because we we had Q and A's heavy. So I saw that like you know this monthly issue took like 30 days versus where we were throwing up stories speak to the rapper on monday have the feature story up the next day so a lot of magazine guys they will come to the edit to the to the online side and be like yo new story gotta get this up and like two days later three days later yo man that's late you still write you still transcribing like you gotta you gotta speed it up you know
0: for our audience, uh, what's a an average day? I know it's like, hey, it changes, but what's your average day? Average
1: day during the week is getting up early, um, seeing what's trending. I'll see Google trends. I'll see what's trending on Twitter. Um, you know, Check my uh, email to see if I got any press releases and just start writing, clocking out, knocking out stories.
0: Uh, do you get leads from the users, the fans? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Users yeah. Get you just get
1: your leads. Definitely on social media you'll get leads. Um, I'll, uh, I'll troll like a um, – a shade room See what they threw up Yeah That's definitely a good way To get news um, Yeah you Just you just gotta be open To all types of sources Yeah you know, That's how you get The best stories
0: uh, What was your Most memorable uh, Interview Over the years I remember uh, You brought over uh, Fat Joe uh, Yeah I had yeah, a chance yeah. To to meet him But what were, What, what interview Stood out Over the years
1: um, Hmm Stood out Over I Had a good interview With uh, Q-Tip um,
0: what is he doing now? Uh,
1: he's uh, he's working with um, uh, Anderson Pack. He was posted a picture. Anderson Pack posted a picture of him and Q Tip and Dr. Dre. Uh, who's who's that? Anderson, oh, Anderson Pack. Yeah. Oh, it's an R and B dude. Um, has a couple of albums out. Uh, Malibu is one. He signed to Aftermath for Dr. Dre. Super talented cat. Unique voice. Yeah, you'll, you'll hear a lot more about Anderson Pack in the future. But yeah, uh, yeah. Q Tip was just um, you know they say don't meet like. They Say, don't meet your heroes because they'll let you down. Q tip, um, as far as when I was talking to him about music and he yeah. had like a biggie impersonation,
0: that was did dope. he come to the New York office or you uh, actually, you this, this is before
1: Hip Hop Wired, okay, so good. um, yeah, it was actually a video interview and the videographer messed up and I didn't even get the video, but luckily I recorded it, so it ended up being just an editorial um interview. Um, as far as Hip Hop Wired, uh, Raekwon was a good one just because uh. Did Wu-Tang you Clan you did that in New York yeah yeah, yeah did yeah, that yeah, in yeah. New York yeah he came through the office um, another dude that's like a hip hop
0: legend but is just still a, a humble dude one of the things I was thinking about a couple of months ago I was like I remember I used to listen to Poor Righteous Teachers mm. and I feel like this generation does not know it hasn't been documented well the influence of the 5% Oh yeah, of the five percenters in yeah, hip-hop yeah. like how entrenched yeah, yeah. uh uh you know uh that influences yeah, I, uh, or, or old, was
1: yeah i've been listening to old records now and, it, and it'll yeah. be like a five percent reference that i get now that i didn't get back then i was like oh wow that's yeah, yeah it's like 85 yeah, i feel like or, this
0: generation is it, d- it doesn't have to be uh five percenter or five percent teaching but this generation doesn't have that injection like yeah. that five percenter man like everybody's yeah. talking about that right, you know, Nas, right right az yeah yeah, Wu-Tang, yeah. uh yeah and it's yeah. it's kind
1: of like um you get like even if you weren't <laughs> down with with the five percent nation yeah. and just respected them it's like naturally you wouldn't be a savage on the record because you know the, the whole thing is like you know civilizing the uncivilized you know yeah. um it uh it kind of it, Kind of put you in a righteous lane automatically, because if you weren't, then you know they they come find you. you no, know but I it mean? goes so, back to yeah. our point that yeah. they,
0: during the, this time of uh, A. Z. Nas, Wu Tang, uh, even Capone and Noriega, uh, poor Watchers teachers, X Clan, you weren't cool if you don't know about the five yeah. percent yeah, teaching. Five yeah, percent yeah. yeah. teaching, yeah, that's like oh man, yeah, you know, yeah. look at this guy's knowledge. Right. Yeah.
1: Zulu Nation too, if like yeah. if you weren't were down to Zulu Nation, it's like. Or at least respected the Zulu nation and their principles, then you weren't cool.
0: Jay Z still has uh a lot of runway left, but mm-hmm. how would you describe his legacy? Uh in terms of uh what legacy will he leave on the culture and the people?
1: I think he'll 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 um when all said and done, he'll be the number one rapper.
0: Yeah. Like the, the the greatest rapper of all time.
1: Um you know, unfortunately, Biggie and Pac got taken away from us too soon. So, um, as far as when you, when length you, of his catalog, yeah, um, the time, he's been great for so like long. Like, you're looking at a lot of metrics. Yeah, not just yeah, who has right, the best Right, 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 right. Uh, lyrics, influence on the culture, um, in, influence on society, influence on, on the globe. Um, yeah, he's, he's going to be the number one guy. He's going to be the guy that any rapper who wants to... Um, go beyond just being a rapper that wants to become like an icon, uh, a world icon? They're going to have to um, attempt to hit all the points that Jay-Z's hitting?
0: I think uh, more than anybody else uh, in hip-hop is that he brought the A-game on the the lyrical content side. But I think where he's going to end up is I brought the A game on the business side and I brought the A game at the end on the 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 lifting up the people side. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, yeah. hey, it may have taken me some time to get here, but I right. got there. Right. Uh, right and right. I think uh across those fronts, uh uh, you know, he's gonna be looked at as a, a yeah. as a certified Uh, hero. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think, like, the the trajectory of his life is is a college course. Yeah. Um, It's, uh, you know, ups and downs. It's it's life lessons. It's, uh, uh, I I think it's a beautiful thing, because, I mean, we all know guys that were, um, you know, smart beyond their years, but, you know, through certain circumstances, you know, they didn't get to the right school or they um, just got in the wrong circles and yeah, just made certain it was, poor decisions. Yeah, that's an important point. Yeah, you know, like how
0: many other Jay-Z's are out there where, exactly. hey, this brother may have been out there on the street uh, selling drugs, but if you pull that man or woman outside of that environment, they can bang with the best in the world at business.
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I mean, he, he's made some mistakes, you know, but um, clearly he's for every misstep, he he now he learned from it, but he uh, you know leapfrogged past it, you know. Cause what was it? Uh, the uh, I think he gets flagged for the um the Samsung deal. Yeah. You know um. That might not have worked out ideally. I mean he, he got a, he got a big check out of it, um, but then dude starts um title, same thing. He got flak for title. Then suddenly. You know, there's Apple Music. suddenly Spotify has to step up their game, and uh, there's Amazon Music now. But a lot of people forget that it was Jay Z that was like, you know, streaming is the thing. But a lot more, more than pe- more than a lot of people want to admit, thought he was crazy for Are you a starting subscriber? a streaming service. Uh, I
0: have a press subscription. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. I want to thank Alvin for coming on the show. Thank you very much. Where can me. people check you out on uh, Twitter and online? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at aqua174.
1: A Q U A 174. Um, Instagram is Alvin Blanco, um, Facebook, facebook.com backslash aqua boogie. And, uh, of course, HipHopWire.com on a daily basis.
0: All right. Make sure you check out the OG Alvin online. Let's go. Thanks everybody for listening to go. You could check me out at Jamarley Martin on Twitter and also come check us out at moguldom.com. That's M O G U L dom.com be sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter you can get the latest information on crypto tech economic empowerment and politics let's go